It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And welcome to the Decal Podcast. This is a special edition today, Commissioner. We're talking about something relatively new, the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning, which uh, was something I think you were thinking about uh, well before last year because so many people wanted to be a part of what we're doing, helping out and being a part of early childhood education in Georgia. Right, so a couple reasons it came about. Um, when I first came to DECAL in 2014, we were undergoing this fundraising campaign, which um, I chuckled about at the beginning because they were told me, we're doing fundraising, and I thought, what are we doing? We're selling Krispy Kreme donuts? <laughs> and they said, no, we're raising $18 million for quality-rated bonus packages. Ooh, just and so that. Just $18 million. Yeah. I've never done that before in my entire life. Um, but we did that in connection with GEARS and Family Connection Partnership, um, and foundations all over the state were willing to donate because they know how important early learning is. And so we knew that there was um, definitely a willingness uh, to donate, but most foundations don't want to donate to state agencies. They'd rather donate to a nonprofit 501c3, which the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning is. But then the second reason is um, when Hurricane Matthew hit several Mm. years ago, um, it was strange because many of our non-coastal communities were impacted by that hurricane, and a lot of them were child care programs. And they called and said, can you help us? We want to reopen and serve our families. But we, at that point, didn't have any resources, state or federal, to do that. And we knew that um, through a foundation, we could raise dollars to help programs get back on their feet in circumstances like that. So then came the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning. And how do you form a foundation? So that requires legislation and a law change. And uh, Governor Deal uh, allowed us to do that, signed the legislation. uh, And then we got it started back in 2017 with our executive director, Carrie Ashby. And she just happens to be here with us today, along with Sarah Tinsley, who is uh, on board now, I guess our newest member. Actually, we're talking to the full staff today of the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning. (laughs) Carrie, Carrie, you were working in the governor's office. How did you feel about the possibility of doing something like this? Well, we always joke, um, you know, I was living and breathing early childhood education without me even knowing it. I, I um, have a, I had a four-year-old at the time, so that was just the ideal preschool age. Um, but no, I was working for Governor Deal. I'd worked for him for almost 10 years by that point um, in Congress and uh, as he was governor. Um, but as with all good things, you know, good things do have to come to an end. We were looking at ways to continue uh, Governor Deal's vision and leadership. And one of the main things that he was focused on, um, actually the main thing he was focused on, was uh, grade level reading by the third grade. So this just made a perfect transition for me to um, to move over to DECAL Um Temporarily, we were able to get the foundation going. It took almost a year. Um, We had to convince the IRS that the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning was, in fact, a nonprofit. Uh, We had to prove our tax-exempt status. We had to then receive the tax-exempt status so that we could begin uh, fundraising. One of the main, and I, I love to mention this fact because it really sets us apart from other nonprofits, it's that beginning on May 1st in 2017, um, we were able to, for every dollar that we raise, 100% of that dollar would go straight to um, to the programs that we supported. Um, that is different from 
uh, other well-known charities that do a lot of good, but usually 20 to 30 cents of every dollar goes towards the, the organization's overhead. Um, but not in our case. Uh, thanks to the General Assembly, every dollar that we raise goes directly to our mission, um, which is to support um, DECAL's, uh, DECAL's mission along with just educational excellence for young children and their families. Fantastic. And I know you started with um, very few. You had three people on your board, including our commissioner, who is the chair of the foundation. Let's go ahead and recognize the other folks that were part of that original board and now tell us about the members of your new board. Sure. Well, we have expanded our board and we're very, very excited about it. Um, I really think this is a dream team. Um, just to, to name a few of them, we've, of course, like you said, Amy Jacobs is um, not only the commissioner, but she's the, the chairman of our foundation. We also have Stephanie Blank, who is, um, she has a hand in almost every education foundation in the state of Georgia. Um, Coy Bowles from the Zach Brown Band. Tim Carl from the Atlanta Metro Chamber, Katie Childrens from the Office of the Governor, Gretchen Corbin, who is the CEO and President of the Georgia Lottery Corporation. Uh, we've got Ann Kramer with Cox Curry, Representative Katie Dempsey with the Georgia General Assembly, who, might I add, uh, crafted the Bill 463, um, which allowed DECAL to form the foundation. We also have Superintendent Norris Price of the Baldwin County Board of Education, Brandon Reese with Wellstar Health System. And uh, last but not least, we have Sister Ward, who's the Director of Government Affairs at Georgia Power. So a great team all put together. And uh, I'm going to move to the other side of the table here and introduce you to the newest member of the foundation staff. And, uh, and that's Sarah, who joined us when? Six months ago this week. How's it going so far? Really great. We have accomplished a lot in six months. I know Carrie and um, Commissioner Jacobs and the original members of the board accomplished a lot in getting the 501c3 established, the Secretary of State, um, IRS, all of those very important technicalities. Um, But in the last six months, we have focused on donor and um, board members. We have focused on uh, public relations, getting our name out both internally to DECAL and uh, to everyone in the state and actually kind of nationwide um, for people to understand that we now have this nonprofit, not just to offer um, donor transparency, but also really to create partnerships. Um, We also create the option for people to give to DECAL programs um, in a way that is tax deductible, which is really helpful. Tell me, uh, I know you did some of this work in the Columbus, Georgia area prior to joining us. Yes. For the past seven years, I was in donor relations and fundraising and development for nonprofits in Columbus. Um, So that kind of covers the whole gamut of donors and um, PR. And Carrie brings the really sound information from the policy standpoint and um, numerous connections as she's been in the metro Atlanta area for a long time now. And um, I kind of bring more of a minutia of fundraising. All right. Perfect. I know we were talking earlier and uh, the commissioner was talking about some of our limitations and what we could do just as a state agency. Now with the foundation, what are some of the things we can do through our foundation that we really couldn't do otherwise? Yeah, so like Carrie mentioned, we have the 
um, option to have 100% of our donations go into the programs for DECAL. So we not only are building partnerships with other state agencies, other corporations, foundations, individuals um, to help further the mission and the programs of DECAL, but we're also streamlining those. And um, like I said, the tax deductible options um, really increase the amount of dollars that come into uh, the DECAL programs. And Carrie, what are some of the things that the foundation's involved in uh, today? Well, um, as you may know, we just announced our Georgia Teacher, um, Georgia Pre-K Teacher of the Year, both in the public and um, on the private side. That was an enormous amount of fun. We um, really just highlighted these these ambassadors that will be taking around the state to show best practices in the in the classroom amongst all these pre-k centers um surprising them with the with georgia's first lady sandra deal and the commissioner was incredible they received a very hefty check to thank them for all the work that they've done um and then each each school received a classroom makeover. I guess I should say the class of the teacher, um, the classroom received a, a makeover. And, and the administration for each of these schools were just were really just heartfelt by that. So um, that is one way that we are highlighting, um, that we're highlighting the good things that are going on in, in the pre-K. But we're doing much more than just the pre-K centers. We're, I mean, this is really from zero to five, um, to birth to five. So um, an- another initiative that we're doing is the emergency preparedness initiative um, with our foundation, uh, like the commissioner mentioned with Hurricane Matthew and, and just last week with up in North Carolina um, with the hurricane and the storms that they have that they have been dealing with. I can't even imagine their K through 12 getting started back up, much less private pre preschool centers and, um, and early ed uh, centers. So I just. I can only imagine what they're having to go through, and we want to be prepared so that if that happens here in Georgia, we will be able to have those resources available and able to allocate them very quickly. Well, it's a great opportunity for us to really be able to help, and uh, we're excited about that possibility as as we're going forward. We've got an opportunity for folks to get involved if you're out there listening uh, to our podcast today and you're thinking just biting at the bit to get involved with the foundation. Here's a great opportunity particularly if you're a music fan. Sarah, tell us about what's coming up here real soon. We are so excited that we have our inaugural fundraiser coming up on October 20th. It's going to be at the Lightwood Plantation in Haddock, Georgia. So it's about an hour out of town. Um, But it is an incredible, unique event um, that is sponsored by a handful of really incredible corporations and foundations. But it is spotlighting nationally known songwriters who have written for famous artists that you will know even if you don't like country music like Tim McGraw, George Strait, Zach Brown Band and so many more. Um, so we are highlighting those songwriters. They're going to sing their original songs. They're going to um, tell the stories and the inspirations behind where those songs came from. We are have five incredible chefs from the metro Atlanta area that are giving of their time and talents to create an incredible southern cuisine on um, outdoor kudu grills 
Um, so we just have an incredible lineup for this event. Um, if you are interested in volunteering, please reach out to me or Carrie. Um, we are very excited to have people involved in that. We're very excited for people to attend. Tickets are $80 um, per ticket, and um, that includes just an incredible spread and incredible experience, um, and we hope you all will join us. Helps us raise money. It's a great night. It's called Moonlight Through the Pines, and I love that line. That's from Georgia, right? Did, did you come up with that? That's correct. Okay. We're actually we're also partnering um, with this event with um, the Georgia Forestry Foundation. A great thing that that we're doing together is you know books promote literacy. Um, the only way these children are going to learn how to read is through books. And guess where these books come from? As we all know, it's trees. So. Uh, that's just one way that we'll be providing valuable support for literacy and conservation and early childhood education. Um, we're really excited about it. We've got Georgia Power, the Georgia, Georgia Lottery, um, Tanner Health, just to name a few of, um, of the corporate sponsors that will be, uh, that'll be supporting us on this. And where can folks go for more information about the foundation? Just go straight to our website at uh, gaearlyed.org. Or you can go to moonlight.gffgrow.org. And always, if you can, just um, just come to, to me or, um, or Sarah over here on the seventh floor next to the Dogwood. We'd love to see you, talk to you more about how you can get involved, um, not with just, just this event, um, but throughout the year. Fantastic. Commissioner, I know you're excited to see things progressing. It's come a long way. It has from our, our just thinking about it and introducing the legislation to a huge event down at this amazing plantation. So I'm excited to get to actually see it and meet all the songwriters and uh, check out the new grills that they're going to be demonstrating. Yeah. My husband's really excited about that part, too. <laughs> um, but we're really excited, and it's a, it's going to be a huge event. It's going to be great for the Georgia Foundation and the Georgia Forestry Foundation. It's a very unique partnership. Um, but we're all state agency-type related organizations, and we all want to support each other. All right, mark your calendars and be there for Moonlight Through the Pines, and we'd love for you to get involved in the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning. So contact uh, Carrie or Sarah for more information. By the way, we mentioned the Teachers of the Year. Congratulations to Becky Thomas Hayden from Mulberry Creek Elementary School in Harris County, just outside Columbus, and Stephanie Westhafer uh, at Georgia Kids Academy in Jackson County. Uh, so great to recognize the great work of our outstanding Georgia pre-K teachers. And these are just two representatives of the amazing teachers all across the state. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, my name is Kate Rapp. I'm the Policy Administrator for the Nutrition Services Division. And my question is, what inspires you in regards to your role as Commissioner? I think um, the biggest inspiration uh, is just our mission and our vision about serving our youngest citizens in Georgia. You know, the research is pretty clear that um, access to a quality early education sets the youngest children on a path for future success. And um, that's what makes me passionate and makes me want to get up in the morning and come to work and uh, provide uh, support to child care providers who are actually out there doing the work day in and day out because it's hard work um, and we want to be a support to them so that uh, all children have access to that high quality education. And don't you find like 
we did the teachers of the year. You went out and you're in the classroom and you look into those faces. Doesn't that kind of get you fired up about the work we're doing? Oh, absolutely. There's nothing like being in a classroom and actually seeing the students or the children and then the teachers interact with them. You know, we can talk about it all the time about how important it is, but um, I think it's really important to actually see it in, in action um, because you know it's not just about child care. Um, it's about that education component that looks a lot like play. It yeah. makes me kind of want to go back to preschool sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. have a lot more fun than we do. <laughs> right. You know, Susan Adams always says a good pre-K class is probably going to sound a little chaotic yep. because everybody's participating, and um, it, it's hard to think. We were at a, a program not long ago doing a video, and there was uh, open classrooms throughout the building. No, I mean, there were kind of partitions, but no walls, and everybody was having a blast. And, and for me, it was kind of hard to understand how that would work, but... Right. Um, it is. It's in some ways pandemonium, and in other ways, there's a lot of learning going on. There's a lot of learning, and I will say that um, teachers in early childhood education uh, are a special type of person mm-hmm. because you're always on. Um, you don't get any quiet time. You don't get any alone time. You're constantly making sure that the children are engaged and interacting and learning what they need to learn. So mm-hmm. um, kudos to all the teachers out there as well. Yeah, and to keep everybody involved, and it's right. amazing. right. Really yes, is absolutely. great to watch. Especially with our youngest citizens, because they are right. always on the go. <laughs> well, that is, uh, that's it for today. Interesting program. I like it. Yeah. I think this is a good way to start communicating with our decal family. All right. Family, friends, anyone else listening today, that is our decal download for this time. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Downloads. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.